The Very Serious Crafts Podcast is on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash seriouscrafts to support our podcast, find out about our Patreon half-stitched episodes, and more. Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 9 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors and the Bones and Bobbins Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about gadgets we don't need. But they're so good! They and yet. <laughs> and yet we, and yet we still have them. We have them, yeah. we want them, we just don't need them. No, and I especially have encountered all of those that I do not need. Yeah. At, just in the very recent past. <laughs> oh, I think, oh, by the time people are listening to this, I will have moved. Yeah. Oh, boy. So that'll be, that'll be exciting. And then we, soon after we get to enjoy the, the house's Instagram account. I just can't wait. <laughs> Just can't wait. I keep forgetting that I set that up <laughs> and I keep getting messages from it because <laughs> I didn't turn off any of the um, notifications. Uh-huh. So it's like, why don't you follow these famous people that you don't care about? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think my Victorian house wants to follow you. No, probably not. No, no, no. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who you are. So. Uh, I love yeah, it. Sports stars. I I mean, sports stars in Victorian house definitely go together. Like that. I mean, well historic stadiums. There you go. See, but see, I can see the house following historic stadiums. That's a b- much better connection than modern sports star. Except most of them don't exist anymore. So it, following. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sad to say. Is it Wrigley Park? Is it, was that Chicago's? Wrigley Field, yeah. Detroit. No, Wrigley is Chicago. Yeah. It's still Wrigley Field. And then there's what was Comiskey and is now, I don't even know what it is anymore. Guaranteed it's Rate fine. Field? I don't know if it still is that. It's some <laughs> something dumb. <clears throat> oh, the, I, I, don't, I don't know. I do not have any idea what yeah. any of the ones which is why here are actually called. Yeah, which is why we have a craft podcast, not a sports or sports stadium podcast. <laughs> it's true. Although I do subscribe to a single um, sports podcast. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A true crime podcast. Ah, we'll see. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very funny. It's called Crime and Sports. I highly recommend, even if you don't care one way or another, because the hosts are hilarious. Okay. Uh, anyway, before I go entirely off the rails, <laughs> and before we jump into talking about today's topic, we want to give a shout out to our serious friends of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, who are supporting us at patreon.com slash seriouscrafts. Many thanks. Thank you, to friends. all of you. Yeah. yeah. You're the best. We like you. It's true. It's very true. I like you so much that I will even say both our title and our Patreon address, even though I have a lisp and it hurts every time. Oh, man. Wow. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's love, my friends. <laughs> love. Uh, all right. So, should we talk about... <laughs> 
gadgets and accessories for your sewing and stitching and knitting and crocheting and all of the things. I want them all. <clears throat> I know. I my my grandma was a big like cooking gadget person. If if there was something that was new and different, she had to have it and even if it was rarely if ever used. And it certainly has carried into she had lots of gadgets for her for her knitting as well and sewing and things, but it certainly has cat- uh carried over into this area and like the first thing that came to mind in this topic was specifically enamel needle minders because oh yes like needle minders are helpful like that's a nice very thing, useful but you don't need to have a needle minder right like you know you can get by without it really easily but it's one of those things where i feel like in embroidery especially embroidery and cross stitch there are fewer gadgets and and accessories and fun little things than with Except other things. that there aren't really. I went down the rabbit hole <laughs> of thread layers today. Okay. Yeah. I which I'm very excited to talk about. But like mm. in like the mainstream ones, you don't you don't there's not a lot of things that you, you know, instantly see. But I remember when needleminders first kind of like came back in popularity yeah. especially especially the enamel ones and it was like the thing you had to have because i felt like we didn't have as many cool tools as other <laughs> as other crafts did in that realm. so i was like yes <laughs> yes well the problem with enamel needle minders though is they're so heavy so yes. the more interesting they get the heavier they get mm-hmm. and then they hurt my hand when i'm say writing a book yeah, they, they definitely throw off your stitching balance. It is They do. It is real. And you kind of have to have if it. If you've got a stand, like yeah. an embroidery stand, yeah, fine. Um, but I like... actually usually put my needle minder on something else. Right. Like on my shirt yes. or something yes, like that. Yes, that makes sense. I've also <laughs> been known to actually just stick it up on the, like the metal hardware of the hoop so oh, that it's not like through the fabric smart. because it will it will stick there. Um, but that doesn't always work either because as you're handling it, you may knock it off. But, um, yeah, uh, they're, they're one of those, sure they're, they're, they're handy, but nobody really, really needs a needle minder. No. I say this I mean, also as someone who's designed doing... some, you know, so yeah. it's like, yeah. Unless you're doing something where you have multiple colors going at the same time but even then you can just put the needle in the fabric yep like yeah it's simply not not that difficult i i don't know they're cute they're cute i have several the sheer quantity of cat paw prints nice of different varieties that i have found while packing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. impressive um, I even have a needle minder of one of my own designs that was. Um, I have a needle minder of your design. Well, I have I have one that was made illegally. <laughs> <laughs> because you bought a knockoff of your own design. Um, I I didn't buy it. Someone. So what happened was someone made like these knockoff enamel charms of mm-hmm. my designs, and they were selling them through like Alibaba or something. And um, someone then, several people bought them and 
made them into needle minders and were selling them on Etsy. And so I would like contact them and I'd be like, um, just so you know, this was not officially licensed or anything. And one person was like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Can I send you some? <laughs> so I own a couple of them. That's sweet. It was really sweet. Everyone that I contacted was super gracious about it, but it is kind of funny to own these things because <laughs> I wasn't going to spend money on it. <laughs> no. I I do love it when people tag me in. Like, there have absolutely been people who have, throughout the years, stolen my tutorials. Like, sure. done a lot of things. And when people tag me in them because they think I would like it, it you just have to be like, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wrote that. Well, these, I mean, these sellers had no idea. They just ordered oh, a thing on, right, from, from a wholesaler in China. And there was, there's no way to, trying to track that down, it wasn't happening. And I just, I, I, I just laugh about no, it now. I mean, even reverse image searching isn't necessarily going to help them. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. That's funny, though. Okay. So let's talk about, let's talk about the um, laying tools. Okay. Because I almost added to the list something very similar. So I'm, yeah. Oh, I am going to make a confession. I own several laying tools. Uh Huh? But until this morning, I have never heard of a laying tool. Okay. Yeah. And I I know how they work. I understand how they work. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you happen to be a person who does not understand how they work or know what they are, um, you are not alone. Yeah. And uh, for, say, cross-stitching, they're basically, an. they look like an awl. Yeah. Um, or More like a rounded tip. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could even use, like, a darning needle or right. something like that. Yep. Um, but when you are bringing the um, thread from the front to the back, before you pull it all the way through... You stick that little rounded end underneath so the two threads, um, assuming you are stitching with two, are parallel. And it works the same with any number of threads, but it's to keep your threads from getting twisted and keep your stitches laying flat. Yeah. And, And it, the, I mean, I see you have, you have a beautiful one that you have, um, shown put a, a link to in with our show notes here but um i have just like a basic one but it's that that little needle like tool um yeah. is attached to a ring and are they always attached to a ring no okay um they are most often not so i'm actually reaching behind me this is one oh wow that's very different um so they can be like just vaguely rounded points, like any sort of tapered end yeah, can be used in that way as long as it's smooth enough for the stitches to not get snagged. Right. Um, and so really common ones are like tapered pieces of wood. Um, then there are metal ones that really do look like sewing awls. And 
the only way you would know that they weren't is because usually they are slightly fancier made and have like tops that screw on um oh. to protect the tips. Okay. Um they make or they have historically existed on chatelaines as sure. um chatelaine attachments. And so I I just went down a heck of a rabbit hole today. <laughs> And like you can get beautiful acrylic ones. Well, you see, and I have a glass one, and I didn't <clears throat> even know it was. That. Wow, nice. Yeah, and so okay, couple. I I have one that came in a box of primarily um, ribbon embroidery supplies from mm-hmm. like an estate sale, and yeah. I had never seen one before that, and had to figure out what it was and it's a very basic one but it's uh, it is a a ring style one so that you the idea being that you know you aren't having to pick up an extra tool as you are stitching which makes sense yeah it's very convenient similarly and i mean they're usually small enough that you can hold it against um like with whatever hand you're holding the hoop yeah you can hold on to it but i think the ring is it's very clever. The the better way yeah. to go. So personally, in a in a similar category, um, I while I was thinking about things for this episode, um, I also came across finger stilettos for sewing. So I have never oh. worked with. I, yeah, there's a really cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's so now we need to ask Heidi about it. I, don't, I wonder if she. I don't knows know. Knows about them. Um, ha- so have you ever sewn with a stiletto? Mm-mm. Neither have I, but the idea... I mean, I know... Yeah. Yeah, so if you're listening is. and don't know what it is, it's like a, again, similar to what we were describing for the um, laying tool, it's like a little spiked tool that you use to kind of help hold and guide things and smooth, you know, get more even seams and sewing. And the idea with the finger stiletto is that you wear it on your finger so that you can help guide pieces through your sewing machine without without sewing your finger. Isn't that a novel idea? Um, I use a wooden chop. See, same idea, just different format. And the the mm-hmm. the finger stiletto I actually thought would probably work as a laying tool as well. Um, it's like a the one that I saw that was the cutest oh because they would definitely work yeah um because you know i so many of the things that i am delighted by the gadgets and tools i'm delighted by are because they are cute and yes they're useful but they're not needed but they're cute right and this one was like the like the oxidized aluminum you know like Mm. the old style like drinkware yeah and i just was like oh well that's it's pink maybe i should get that (laughs) I feel great. Yeah, about that f- for you. I think that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. I I definitely purchased um while going down this rabbit hole several tools. Uh-huh. That Sorry I about that. Yeah, fine. <laughs> One of them is literally a thumbtack presser. Ooh, that is like rounded like a doorknob. Okay. With a with a foot that comes out and is flat, so it's basically like a um 
a really, really stable surface yeah. onto which you could put a lot of weight. I'm personally going to be doing some upholstery soon. That makes and, so much sense. Yep. And it also came with a remover tool. See, that, and now I feel like it's like we're into the category of you probably do need it. Um, I also, I by the way, one of the, <laughs> yeah, one of the um, things <laughs> that will be um, this, I feel like I should apologize to you, Haley, right now, because this is going to be a uh, show notes heavy episode. We're going to have links to all of the wonderful things that we love here. But um it's fine. I'll wait. <laughs> one of the one of the things that will be in there is a list from a website called mygoldenthimble.com and yeah. it's a list of sewing gadgets and one of the things on here um she calls it a a multi-purpose thing and it is like it I think it's this. No, this one's I... plastic, but it might be is it similar. Purple? It uh it comes in a bunch of colors. It has because there's one called a purple bang. This one can be used like, um, oh, what is the word that I'm looking for? Um, that the tool that you can use to hold on to like elastic or stuff to thread it through. A bodkin. A bodkin. Thank you. Um, I kept thinking bobbin, and I knew that wasn't right. Oh, see, there's another tool. <laughs> I found a bodkin when I was looking through things yeah. for this episode that was an antique that says Princess Charlotte died. What? Mm. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't buy it. I'm probably going to buy it, let's be honest. Um, uh, but that that's for my other podcast. Yeah, I like for it. Sure. Yeah, I like it. No, this, this one yeah. is oh, plastic, but um, it also can be used as a sewing stiletto or a bodkin or, you know, there's all all the different things. So the, um, another name for the thread laying tool. Mm -hmm. I just remembered this that I wanted to mention is also called a trolley needle. Oh, I have not heard that one. So look at all of because the things we're learning right now. It lines up the thread. Sure. Into. That's rows. so cute. I, I mean, I'm guessing that's why it's called that. But anyway, I just, before we, Moved on, I wanted to remember to say that so people weren't like, I have mm -hmm. something like that, but it's called something entirely Yeah, different. and you know what? When you when you Google that that name, one of the first like pictures that you see that comes up is exactly the version that I have that came in that, that uh, estate sale box. So there you go. Now I just have to actually try using it and because if that would... If I could get, like, really proficient at it and I could use it quickly, that would be amazing. All of the ones that I've seen are literally darning needles soldered onto a ring. Yeah. Which is probably how they were initially <laughs> created. I have this soldering tool directly uh -huh. above my head. <laughs> I have just a truly magnificent collection of darning needles. And I have a metal hammer and an anvil. Mm-hmm. I think you're mm. ready. I think you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> There's one that's also attached to a thimble. Yeah. I saw a bunch of those, too. So. 
So many and options. I gotta say, I don't like that as much. I would have a harder time, I think. Yeah. Because I don't use, I use my stitching hand okay. with the thimble. Yeah. I don't use my um, other hand. Yeah. And so if you are a two-handed stitcher, yeah. um, that would make sense. If you were using a double-ended needle, that might make sense. Uh, though I, I keep forgetting to actually try my two-sided needles. So do I. Um, and I just came across it the other day, and I was like, I really should try that. But I've, I'm so in the rhythm of stitching the way that I do that I think switching now would be harder. <laughs> yeah, if I switch, I got to start it at the beginning of a book. Yes. Oh, no. But then you're locked in because... Or just a really I may small or may not have sent an ill-timed... Hilariously ill-timed email to my agent recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I've done similar know. things. <laughs> yeah. But now the ball's in my court, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Uh-huh. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, where are we? What else? What else are we talking about here? What do we got? Um, I I would like to tell you about an uh, additional victorian themed sewing things what you did not know you needed i found this ridiculous beautiful object that is the solid brass bird hemming clamp with pincushion all right i'm i'm and viewing. i just i just need you to look at it wow right <laughs> wow yeah it's, okay first of all it's just a beautiful object. No matter what you it's a do with it, it's a beautiful object. I am not entirely sure why we would call it a hemming clamp, because I'm not entirely sure that you... I mean, I guess you could clamp hemming to a table? I, I don't know. I, I don't... I've never heard of a hemming clamp at all. Um, no, me Which neither. I will say, first, the this particular listing, it is a reproduction which makes sense given its price of $25. Yeah, everything that I listed in the show notes for these tools are reproductions, so they are actually affordable. But it but it is based on an antique piece. So, yeah. this this exists. Isn't it cool though? It's very and cool. And it is a solid brass object. Well, and the fact that it I mean it it's like a C-clamp that you would screw onto the side of yeah. a table. The only reason you would have that is if you really needed it to be holding something in place, because you don't need that just for your pincushion. No. Or for, you know, low-key holding something. So I'm I'm no. curious. The, but yeah, it's, it, they so. say it, the, the beak is a convenient third hand holding the fabric taut while stitching. So, Do you know that there's such a thing as hemming clips that are... Basically like paper clips that you slide on, but they are um, like stainless steel and ruled. Oh, that sounds very handy. Also just discovered that. Guess I'll add it to <laughs> the list. Um, well, and also I just want to warn you, once you start looking at the, the reproduction hemming clamp, you do get to see a an authentic 1850s one. So... This is definitely 
<laughs> a housewarming present for me. <laughs> oh, this one has like a mini pincushion on the back of the bird clamp as well. That's adorable. It is adorable. Oh, dear. See? We don't need these things, and yet maybe we do. <laughs> Listen. Oh. Yes, we do. Oh, I, my. I don't know. Um, It's a whole world that I didn't know true. existed. Entirely unrelated to Victorian sewing ephemera. Um, anything AccuQuilt has ever made. <laughs> I probably want and definitely don't need. Um, very specifically, the... Go Big electronic cutter, Mm -hmm. which they gave me years ago. And it is just a delightful tool. Like, very into it. Um, And I also have approximately one million different kinds of quilt block. Yeah. Like also pieces of mm-hmm. ephemera. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I-, I could see, I could see how that would become a very, very useful tool, and yeah. also you can just cut those on your own. You can. I, I think that I, I dislike cutting quilts though, so I. I could see how it would be very appealing. I, too, dislike cutting quilts, and it cuts many layers at once, and it makes a zzzz sound. Oh, nice. Mm. At, like, the, that delicious crunch of a blade going through yeah. so many pieces of fabric mm-hmm. that you aren't going to have to then do anything about. Is there a lot of fabric waste with it because of how it cuts the pieces out? Depends. I mean, it's like any other. Yeah. Um, pattern cutting guide that it depends very much on how you place things. Sure. Okay. And if you're fussy cutting. Right. Well, obviously that's always a, an interesting, an interesting situation. Yes. Um, uh, okay. I found something recently that I, I definitely don't need. But I really want. And it is a bobbin minder. Specifically, an embroidery floss bobbin uh, minder. I I saw this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, so, you know, if you're familiar with the traditional little cardboard bobbins, which you can also get in plastic and other very nice materials, um, that you wrap your embroidery floss on, the kind that you would put in your little, you know, plastic box to, to organize them all yes this one is a like a little wooden long wooden tray that holds maybe about a dozen of your bobbins and it's very satisfying it's looking very satisfying looking i don't store my embroidery floss on those kinds of bobbins so i really I do. yeah see it would be more useful for you and the idea being that you would pull your your threads for a project and you would have them all lined up. And when they're all lined up in this little tray minder thing, you can see their color numbers up at the top. And it's it's all very, it's very satisfying. So, it is very satisfying. I keep mine on a binder ring. Yeah. And it's similarly satisfying and visual. Yeah. Um, 
But, like, my cats would eat it immediately, and we already know how expensive yeah. that surgery is. Yeah, we is. don't we don't want we don't want that. Um, no. my, my only, but it's really, it's really, really cute. Satisfying. Like it's really like a nice, and it's like because it's made of wood, it's it just looks, it's good. nice. Yeah, I want to take photos of it. That's exactly I want it. it in the background <laughs> of photos. <laughs> that's the thing. That's what I, I would want be it buying this specifically to have it look pretty on my shelf and take photos with it. I, I really would not use it actively. However. Maybe you might, and so you should definitely check it out. It's all handmade and delightful, and um, so. And by it you, I mean like cool. everyone listening to this. <laughs> well, and also, and, and also, also me you. specifically, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, uh, yes. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just oh. Very satisfying. Yeah. I, I also, like, I have the little um, wood blocks for um, organizing your quilting rulers, and... I don't have those, and I'm unsure how I have managed to not have them. Well, I, mine were actually... I have, like, the rotary cutter cases yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have those, but um, mine were a gift from... I can't... Oh, I'm not going to be able to remember offhand who it was but it was like um someone whose husband made her a set and i said those are so cute where did you get them and she said let me send you some so it was very very sweet that's really sweet yeah i that warms my heart when humans do that um yeah i also don't have the racks for the acu quilt thighs Mm. yeah which i mean my situation's about to change, so <laughs> there might be a little bit of room. Um, however, there almost certainly will not be enough room to justify the next thing on my list. Okay. Which I have been eyeing vaguely from across the room through a window, like uh-huh. that kind yeah. of distance. Uh-huh. Um, there is a table that Singer made for featherweight sewing machines, Mm. specifically for apartments with limited space Uh that um, are folding dining tables that you can put a block into to complete the table and remove it to put your featherweight into it. That is It's like a card table, essentially. Yeah. And it is, like, specifically advertised for apartment living. I love it. It is amazing. And I don't need one. I don't need (laughs) one. But, oh, my goodness. And finding one that's even... They didn't make all that many of them. Yeah. And so finding one that's even functional is a stretch. And finding one that's complete is a real stretch. Finding one with the wood veneer, yeah, not worked. Like I think I found one that I might consider getting, and it was thousands of dollars. Oh boy! And I mean, thousands of dollars, and not even great. Yeah, shape. Um, well, but you although know, I think it would be, that's a thing you'd find. Yeah. I was going to say, it could in be the, wild. the thing that you just kind of 
have as your always on the lookout type of item. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That and does sound very cool, though. <laughs> it it is. It's just so satisfying. It's like single girl in the city. Yeah, like it fell out of the book, the best of everything, which is my favorite book. If anyone wondered, there you go. Uh, I like yeah. it. I what else I do like you it. have? Um, this one I think might be controversial because I think you would probably like this one, but I have mm-hmm. absolutely no use for this. Um, it is a threaded needle holder. Like Clover makes this thing, and it looks like a little spaceship. And the idea is when you thread your needles. You put them all into this little like turning thing and it holds all of them threaded. And I don't pre-thread oh, I would my needles. love this See, for book writing. It would be really good for you. I don't pre-thread my needles. That's just not how I work. But well, it's I still very delightful. I don't necessarily pre-thread them, but I switch off colors sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Because I do sections not full colors because the moment I do all of one color, I will screw up one stitch and have to sure. rip it all out. Yes, I yeah. get that. Yep. But, <laughs> um, ooh, that would have prevented that biggie surgery. Well, see, there you go. You can add that to your cart right now. I just... I am literally <laughs> adding it to my cart right now. It is, even though, again, like that, like that bobbin minder even though i don't work this way i find this to be a very intriguing gadget so yeah you know uh that is on there i also i think i love a gadget i know one of the things that i probably will be getting i just have to decide which one i want is um a magnetic pattern stand and katie green had one of these the first time we ever met up in new york and i remember it coming out of the knitting bag and Katie had it all set up with the pattern. And the idea is it's like a little stand-up folder kind of a thing that is magnetic. And then it comes with a magnetic bar so that you can put it across your pattern to follow line by line. Oh, yeah. I've got one of these. Yeah. And Katie used it for knitting, which absolutely makes sense if you're working on a chart. I think the first time Katie was ever on this show on maybe that trip. Okay. Is oh, when I learned about That's this. very possible. So, um, yeah, but for with cross-stitch patterns, it also makes a ton of sense. Do you need it? No, of course you don't need it. But do I think it would be useful? Yes, it would be. So I have the alligator version okay. that's basically that, but magnet on both sides. Oh, so yeah. It sticks to I've, itself. I've looked the paper. at that. Does it work well? Um, mine is vintage creative circle. Okay. I have so two it of works them. well. <laughs> Um, and they are, yeah, they're, they're good. I looked at a newer one and people said they were kind of on the flimsy side. So I was looking more at the folder. I think I would go with the folder. Yeah. Honestly, because it doesn't bend over. I will probably get one for me and one for my sister while she's working on stuff so that we are both, uh, all set for all the stitching. (laughs) Oh, yes. But yeah, I, I I just, they're, again, there's. A whole range of options for them um, and different things, but I that's that will probably be my next gadget purchase. To be honest, gosh, I love a gadget. Yeah. Well, okay. Similar. I saw um, Heidi of Hands Occupied and the Very Serious Crafts podcast um, po- reposted something from someone who was using one of the rings that you use for stranded knitting, 
where it like I've never seen one actually being used. Yeah, I, I think she I shared a video like of it. Them, oh. yeah. Um, but it was like in stories, so it would be gone by now. But you can find videos of them, and I've seen even when I was looking them up. There's ones where people will have like four colors. They're like those ones aren't as cute. The ones that have lots of places for for colors to go through. But there's some beautiful ones that are just designed for sometimes for continental knitting or for stranded knitting with multiple colors. And um, yeah, they're it's just you see it and you're like, hmm, I should add that to my accessories. (laughs) I can't remember if I have one. I haven't gotten to that drawer yet. You have? Do you have a the drawer where it lives? Do you have a ring that is also that works as a cable needle? I think. I feel like I have, have a, a necklace that works there as a go. cable needle that Heidi got me. Okay. Actually, um, and I have a ring that is a needle gauge. Ah, uh, yes, nice, nice. Yeah, um, and I mean that's more decorative. Yeah. yeah. But I also have a needle gauge necklace. I think. Cool. Um, I have a um, both a sterling silver and a leather um, measuring tape bracelets. Oh so yeah, I've are, got. Yeah. I also have um, yeah that. Although, and I wrote a tutorial about making one I, years ago. That's. I also did a tutorial on making a bracelet out of just a traditional measuring tape. Yep. Yep. Same. Uh, I wonder if our bracelets are similar. I, now we'll have to find out. Because they probably would have been about the same time. They probably were. I made I made my first one out of like the really like the like old cloth um, yeah. measuring tapes, and then I made a That's second cool. one for a friend who wanted one made out of like a plastic uh, bracelet, specifically out of a red measuring tape, because he was yeah. uh, in the middle of doing things that kept getting hit with red tape, and he was like, "I want to wear a bracelet with." It. <laughs> so, yeah. That's really funny oh my goodness oh okay well i we should probably stop now because we have gone on for quite a while about all of our favorite things and this could be we should put we we should put a warning money yeah we should put a warning at the beginning of this if you are trying not to spend money might cause spontaneous retail if you are trying not to add to your collection of things you don't need (laughs) but uh so many fun things to look at here. So I've yes. I've enjoyed this. I've enjoyed this very much. Me too. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to have to close all of these uh, <laughs> tabs and walk away slowly. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm just going to end up with a bunch of mail and already packed boxes. Yes, we don't want that. We don't want no. that. No, no. It can wait. Yes. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, listeners. Uh, I hope that you enjoy the shopping that will inevitably come from this episode. And if you get something cool, tell us about it. Yes, because please. Because we obviously want to know. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.